This midweek episode is proudly sponsored by Barnsley Beats, the maker of the soundtrack for the main segment of the Fizzy Speaks podcast. Um, thank you so much for the awesome, awesome stuff you do. Uh, big shout out once again and to the real ones who are acting in kindness, in thoughtfulness and in empathy and helping everyone to be better and so we can do better together. Awesome stuff, guys. Yes, again, another episode. This time, a midweek episode for the first time ever. And yeah, it's a big one. Um, still talking about depression and the types of depression. This is part two. And you know what it is already. Let's get it. Hi. You're listening to the voice of the Fizi. <laughs> yeah. For more cool stuff, check out my website at www.thefizispeaks.com. Follow me on Instagram at thefizispeaks and on Twitter at Salim underscore Tarfizi. Let's get it. When that duty calls, will you be able to answer? That is the question. That is the real question where it is. You know, a lot of people have experienced things in their childhood, you know, um, in their homes, growing up as kids, or even in their marriages, in their relationships. And then they, they decide to take this on to hurt other people. Now, there's a saying they say that hurt people hurt people. No, no, hurt people hurt people, right? And, you know, it, it's just simply saying that people who have gone through pain you know usually take out that pain on other people because they're still in pain right and then they're acting out based on that on that pain now a lot of us do not get to deal with our own emotions so when even some, someone comes to us needing help we usually take out the last the, the last um how like but now the, the last uh the last emotion that we we are dealt with you know by life because i feel like life is just dealing us cards and it's like this game of poker and we have to play you know if you, if you don't play well you're out and if you're out well oh well you're out um so yeah some symptoms of persistent depression include deep sadness or hopelessness low self-esteem feelings of inadequacy ooh, lack of interest in things you once enjoyed appetite changes changes to sleep patterns or low energy concentration and memory problems difficulty functioning at school or work inability to feel joy even at happy occasions social withdrawal now this social withdrawal can even happen especially when you feel ostracized by your family by your friends by social circle it can feel even worse okay now even though even though it's a long-term type of depression and persistent depression dystemia um it is very possible that it's very possible that um, you know the symptoms can become less intense for a while, and then at some point in time they spike again, right? And you know um, you can uh, you can see people sometimes transition from one type of of depression to another, right? Because um, I remember talking to someone who didn't feel a certain way for a while only to suddenly feel like crazy like this was crazy near suicidal stuff like you don't even know when things are going down but then they are 
you know we have to be mindful of these things as well so if someone who has um persistent depression does not realize it especially because it goes on for years at a time it means that it's very likely that looking forward because um we don't connect the dots looking forward so easily we do so when we look back because then it's easy to see how everything is connected you know so without the mind mindfulness of our lives of you know of no of really understanding what is happening with us um a lot of us will go on to live lives i mean entire years possibly even decades of depression and never really know that this is what this is what is really going down and because it has happened for such a long time we see it as the new climate of things and then we think that this is how our normal lives are so you see people who build um coping mechanisms to deal with their depression and maybe some of their their coping mechanisms is social exclusion they don't want to be included in social things or even though they they really do want to talk to people then they find themselves easily being apprehensive of everyone or being being very territorial being very aggressive yeah with any form of closeness when they realize someone is being close to them for a while they get really apprehensive they get really edgy because they don't they're not they don't want to have that um that spike happen so they they are subconsciously coping with it and that is why they they are always like uh drawing out swords and stuff like that now if you realize people who always have really high guards up all the time the odds are they are not really bad people it doesn't make them bad people sometimes it's just this is how they manage to cope with their levels of depression for such a long time or the levels of inadequacy or their levels of i mean their 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 feelings of inadequacy or or anxiety so without without letting you in and well enough even if they want you to especially if you're dating such a person you have to now realize that okay there might be something that they're dealing with and that they need time but that understanding will help you better um move on with your acts your next stage of act- action so the next one is manic depression or bipolar disorder whoa now this one manic depression consists of periods of mania or hypomania which is you know less so where you feel happy in the case of of mania or where you feel depressed that's hypomania right so it's usually termed um you know it's 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 it was i think it was a an old name for bipolar disorder you know um shout out to um gucci main <laughs> bipolar so you know um yeah in order to be diagnosed with bipolar disorder you need to you need to have you you i mean most people will now have will have um maybe several days of feeling very high i call this highs and lows where you feel really high you know for you know for a while you just feel so high you can touch the sky you feel like you can fly and everything is so you know it's so awesome right everything is awesome and basically that's that's how you feel now people don't realize that sometimes after that while that period of really being high there is a very serious low wasting for you it's like yeah are you done are, are you are you done no 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 are you done yeah 
come and get this low you know get low 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 to the flow you know the kid that was just terrible <laughs> that was just terrible but you get the idea yeah and a lot of people can relate with this because it happens on and off it switches and we usually term uh, we usually um, term this as happiness or sadness it is not the same thing it is not the same thing okay now um now a manic phase can happen and look like this the person exhibits high energy yeah they don't feel the need to sleep at all or very reduced levels of sleepiness or you know craving sleep they're very irritable you touch them they can knock you out you know they have racing thoughts and speech oh my god this is beginning to sound like me now okay grandiose thinking oh boy increased self-esteem and confidence okay unusual risky and self-destructive behavior okay not really not really uh sometimes <laughs> okay. so we can i feel like people at the end of the day you actually feel like you can relate to some of these things so if you can well just keep being on the path to self-discovery and self-improvement and wellness don't give up on that path okay um hallucinations or delusions are severe cases of hypo um, of, of mania so hypomania you start feeling sad, feelings of sadness or emptiness lack of energy sudden fatigue sleep problems trouble concentrating decreased activity loss of interest in formerly enjoying enjoyable activities suicidal thoughts oh boy yeah just it's not the best now um yeah yeah this is actually bipolar disorder is is real it's real i'm just trying to remember yeah so depressive psychosis Ooh, this sounds very you know oh my god your psychosis Rah. okay now people with major depression usually go through periods of losing touch with reality now losing touch with reality like this is usually what we call psychosis which can imp- involve hallucinations and delusions now experiencing experiencing both of these things together you know is is um usually i think it's a bit i don't know i don't know how doctors would te- would, would uh, term it but um it, it's like um you're having it's like you're having um a major depressive disorder with like psychotic tendencies right which is the tendency to just detach from stuff yeah so hallucinations are when you feel hear smell taste of you know see things that are not really there an example of this would be hearing voices or seeing people who aren't present when you are walking somewhere you hear someone call your name you look around nobody's there for for miles look <laughs> it's not your village people it is not your village people people do not just write your name in the book in the calabash and you're shaking it around that's not what's happening okay sometimes check yourself check yourself like you know i feel like the more mindful we are of our own health man wow okay so now depression with psychosis can cause um other symptoms that are not, not just psychological i mean physical symptoms as well like um problem sitting still or slowed physical movement some people can't sit still to save their life they will have to you know tap their feet feet or you know pat themselves or something just feel that unease of rest they can't just rest because oh my god okay 
Perinatal depression. Woo-hoo. This is um this one I think this one is for people who have pregnancy. Okay, now this one is, is serious. If you're a man, you're gonna get married. I'm not saying that you're going to get married by force. Marriage is not compulsory. I don't know who told people marriage is compulsory. It is not compulsory. Okay? It is not compulsory. You don't have to get married. Just so we know. You don't have a hey, you, hey. You don't have to get married. It's okay. If you don't want to get married, don't get married. Just don't lead people on. Don't lie to people. Don't deceive people. Don't cheat on people in relationships and tell them you're going to get married to them. Don't do not do that. If you want to get married, don't get married. Simple. Tell them, right from time, hey, it's going to be one night stand, whatever. Just be honest. Let people be able to say no to you and go away without, you know, damaging their lives. Okay? But then if you're going to get married, <laughs> may the force be with you. Amen. Amen. Okay, so if you're going to get married, your wife is gonna, pos- you know, possibly be pregnant. And regardless, just like when we say things about depression, like why do we need to know about it? Well, here we go. Now, uh, <laughs> perinatal depression is a major depressive disorder um, that occurs during pregnancy. Or within four weeks of childbirth, it is called postpartum depression. Okay. Now it's only def- it only applies to depression after giving birth. Now you go probably wondering, so you mean the woman can be depressed after giving birth? Well, yeah. Now perinatal depression can actually occur when you are when your wife is pregnant, when your woman is pregnant, and it happens due to hormonal changes. Um, that happen during pregnancy and childbirth, right? Now, the woman experiences mood swings, the lack of sleep and physical discomfort that often accompanies pregnancy and having a newborn baby crying all the time doesn't help. You know, she can li- literally just find herself detaching. I mean, I've, I've, I spoke to a lady, um, an older lady, um, a while back, I think two weeks back, and she spoke about how, you know, she remembers... Um, her friend you're talking to another person um and she spoke about her friend and how she was afraid for her friend because her friend just put to bed and the baby is always crying and then she has to do this and she's not sleeping well and she's not she can't even rest and now the woman is feeling she's feeling really pressured because she's being left with the kid all the time which is not really the best if you're a man let's try and find ways to make these things better work out better um it's not really easy especially now that women are working going to work and all of these things it's a lot more pressure you want to get back to your life but then you can't because you have a kid and the kids run all the time and then you have to you don't have you don't have time of day to rest you know so it's a real deal it's a real ordeal for for married couples to face and well praying for the grace to go through it but um regardless let us be mindful of the fact that we are a team in and the, and the idea of being married if you're married with someone you're a team with that person you should make things work out um find a way around it so the woman was feeling um you know gradually tired she was feeling depressed she didn't know she was feeling depressed she didn't know she was she was behaving that way but at a point in time it will get to a point that the baby will be crying and she's just she loves i mean she she, she carried this baby for nine months she's expecting to have this baby baby's crying now and she's like she's just not even hearing the baby crying like she she can't hear the baby crying she, she has gotten to a point where her mind is broken like she, i just need to sleep you know and it can be really tough so hormonal changes can be a thing um 
you know it doesn't make her crazy it just means that you know lack of sleep and physical discomfort that has built up is making her go crazy <laughs> when i mean go crazy i don't mean like she's crazy i mean like you know act crazy because crazy in the sense of she should be there you know caring for the baby caring for herself but then she starts to feel even to an extent there's there is anger towards the child yeah there is sadness that comes with her because she feels like she can't deal with this thing the anxiety of what if i'm not even cut out for this you know she begins to doubt herself really exhaustion because wow i need to sleep if you don't have sleep for a couple of days you know how it is and then imagine you're dealing with a baby crying all the time in the middle of the night from oh my god why are you crying why talk to me you can't talk well, exactly that's why you're crying it's all jesus you know so she might face extreme worry she might feel extreme worry about the baby's health and safety um she might feel that difficulty caring for herself for the baby or now even worse now this is where the crazy comes in where she starts to feel like she, she can harm herself or harm the baby because she's at that point where look i'm just i'm gonna you don't want to let me sleep you're not gonna sleep okay if you don't want me to rest i'm gonna put you to rest you know it's not it's not a joke so it's a real thing so women who lack support or have had depression before are at ex- increased risk of developing perinatal um depression um boy it can happen to anyone so but regardless men other women if you're not in the situation if you're in the situation um to do something please do something act your actions are important they are valid and they can make things better and please let's do that now premenstrual um dysphoric disorder Ooh, that's a severe that's a severe form of premenstrual syndrome that's pms for women who you know you have your 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 you know how do i say this your monthlies right they call them the monthlies they call them i call them the periodic tables because it saves me from just saying it the way it is uh but yeah call them the the dragon phase the time when they, they turn into dracula for some time uh you know women i love 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 um, respect for you guys what you guys do you know you guys are you know, really strong you're really strong on the inside well most of you <laughs> okay so yeah let's not even go there because um i feel the anger is just growing and growing and people might want to get me killed okay so um yeah yeah some women feel really emotional in the days leading up to their period um so i said period oh my god to their full stop but someone with this um premenstrual um you know psychological you know downtime i mean feel um cramps bloating you know breast tenderness headaches joint pain um joint muscle pain um sadness despair irritability anger extreme mood swings food cravings or binge eating this is one thing i would see a lot of girls ice cream chocolate people run away from them they can also be very angry and try to kill you okay we're joking but um yeah serious stuff now because i feel like we do need to know this information is important panic attacks or anxiety now this one is a real one now you can have people have panic attacks in anticipation of their period because they're 
they're expecting the pain that's coming and they're like oh god i can't do it. oh my god i have a presentation i have work to do i don't need this right now and a lot of stuff lack of energy trouble focusing sleep problems now this is um it, it has it actually happens because of the hormonal changes and it's real um people this a lot of people in women inclusive dismiss um you know this um uh, depression as a bad case of of uh, of uh, you know menstrual stress you know that premenstrual stress but it can become very severe and incl- include thoughts of suicide at some point now seasonal depression okay is um you know also known as um seasonal affective disorder is a kind of depression that is related to certain seasons for most people it happens during let's say um, maybe the rainy season some people in some places can be winter month the fall and it can be you know a lot of things really um feelings of sadness hopelessness weight gain increased need for sleep social withdrawal you know and so for a lot of people it's when the weather when the weather gets bad they just maybe expect or maybe in that anticipation of you know worse health conditions they feel themselves withdrawing and feeling down and that can be a thing as well um now the last one i think i think is the last one i don't know if there's any other one i think there's is there the last one is there another one i think there are nine of them i think there are nine of them so yeah now situational depression <laughs> adjustment disorder is that's what is otherwise called is um it deals with the depressed mood looks like major depression in many res- many respects um you know it is brought on by specific events or situations which is what i was talking about in the first in the in the first episode of the series about how um basically we can have this depression triggered by certain things i'm talking about how you know things are something that someone has been triggered their depression has been triggered by something and you can tell so yeah so some of the things that can trigger it are like the death of a loved one, you know, serious illness or a life-threatening event. Like if you're faced with like an armed robbery, armed robbery, or you know, um, you know, near-death experience or something very traumatic, can cause that. Going through divorce or child custody issues, you know, that can be really heart-wrenching. Um, being emotionally or physically abusive, okay, or no, being emotionally or physically abused in a relationship. So, guys. If you're a girl who's not is making you feel like you want you you you're less than you are or you girl and you make it you're someone who is who's abusing you maybe emotionally psychologically physically toxic relationships are bad for you they are bad for everyone really but you know especially people who are really the sufferers of these things so really let's be mindful of this and not put ourselves in harm's way as much as possible being unemployed or facing serious financial issues can be a cause a trigger and yeah this is where a lot of people now start running into saying oh this is the problem this is the problem right like i said before not all relate not all um depressions not all types of depression are see uh situational so we shouldn't assume that the problem is just money and then even if you give someone money you probably haven't solved the issue yeah so yeah so it's normal to feel sad and anxious during these events but you know it happens when it happens like this the feelings start to feel out of proportion and you know triggering you know that's 
interference with your daily life, okay? Some of the some of the symptoms can be frequent crying, sadness and hopelessness, anxiety, appetite changes, difficulty sleeping, aches and pains, lack of energy and fatigue, inability to concentrate, social withdrawal, and you know, it keeps it keeps getting worse and worse when it's not dealt with. Okay. Now, atypical depression, okay? This is a kind of depression that temporarily goes away in response to positive events. Your doctor might refer it to it, may, may, may call it, um, you know, depressive disorder with atypical features, right? It is not particularly unusual. Yeah, it's not really unusual to think about it. You know, it, it's not... Um, is, and you can't really we can't really say it's more or less um less more or less serious than other types of depression but one thing that is that is crazy about atypical depression is that it can be really challenging because you may not always seem depressed to others or yourself but it can also happen during an episode of major depression it can occur with um, persistent depression as well so um atypical depression can just can just be that bouncing in and out phase where you don't really know whether you are there or not you're not so increased appetite and weight gain can be an issue disordered eating is an issue poor body image is an issue sleeping with more sleeping much more than usual you know is an issue insomnia that's getting even less and less sleep is an issue heaviness in your arms and legs that last for an hour or more a day feelings of rejection and sensitivity to criticism this can be a thing assorted aches and pains Okay, so now, okay, wow, this is a lot, really, a lot of stuff. Now, this week's this week has just been like you know a lot of reading and asking questions and talking to people, and wow, wow, there is a lot of stuff to talk about under depression, and yes, 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 truly, it's crazy. Okay, so um, if you if you if you if you if you feel if you feel like you have been depressed if you feel like you are depressed right now i was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and he asked me he said are you are you good i'm like yeah um well well i don't know really but what i do know is that i'm doing my best and so far this week i think for the past week that's what that has been my response to many things just saying look i'm doing my best i don't know if it's perfect or not or it's not supposed to be but i am doing my best and yeah, I'm going to be grateful for the little things and you just keep going from there. Keep building on that energy and keep that, keep my head above the water as much as I can. So I feel like if you are, um, you know, feeling that way, feeling depressed, find a way to breathe. It's so important. Okay, many of these things that we, we talk about, um, you know, you see people sometimes, you, because you, you you shouldn't envy other people look at other people and use them to judge yourself because you see someone who who has so much um, you know so built you know muscles everywhere they have the perfect body so you think but then you don't know that probably for them their body is just an outer shell that protects them you know or, or hides the fact that deep down they're insecure about certain things or people you see this guy that oh he has so much money but then he doesn't have confidence you see this lady that, oh my god her she's so beautiful her, all her, her looks are so amazing but then she wishes she had you know better awareness of herself or she was she was she was smarter or she could she could speak better right because or she that she could be valued for something more than her body because she wants to but then she isn't 
because there is, you know, she doesn't feel like the con she connects with anything more than what she looks like. And that is the thing. You know, in the chase for the paper and everything, we're trying to secure the bag, we're trying to make things okay for ourselves. There are a lot of things that are underlying, you know, issues that we are not even paying attention to. You know, or for example, as a guy, you're selling yourself short because you believe that you, 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 you need that validation from a woman. Or a woman, you need that validation from a man. You need that acceptance. If you do not accept yourself first, then there's an issue. So, the little things, it starts from little things. Appetite, how is your eating, how is your eating habit? How is your sleeping habit? You know, do you exercise? Do you give yourself the love you're asking other people to give to you? Or that you're seeking out in other people? Are you patient enough with yourself sometimes to realize that, hey, look, I can mess up and I will get back. I will be okay. Are you, are you able to forgive yourself for things that you couldn't change? Like, oh my God, I wish I saved that person. I wish they didn't die. He was my friend. How didn't I know about this? Yes, you, you, you should have done something, but then you didn't. But so now, what can you do with that? Why not be intentional about it every next day and, you know, seek out to be better every way you can? Give yourself the room to grow. Give yourself the room to breathe. I'm going to just, I don't want to like just play this um, g Easy track in my head now, but give yourself the room to breathe. No matter what. Okay, now we have come to the end of the first midweek episode ever on the Fizzy Speaks podcast. The Fizzy Speaks podcast. And um, wow, wow, the first midweek episode. Okay, that's a, that's a big step. So yeah, in, um, in order to keep things really fresh for you guys, try to keep it, at, you know, reasonable. I've been listening to you guys, so I'm keeping it at a reasonable length as much as possible. Obviously, features will be longer, features will be longer, but, you know, let's, let's just work with what we got for now. <laughs> so yeah, you guys are amazing, best of the best. Thank you guys for sharing, commenting leaving awesome voice messages, engaging in awesome conversations to help make the narrative that we're trying to build be better and more enlightened. Um, learning is a continuous process, an iterative process, and it's always an honor to do it with you guys. Um, yeah, just keep acting in kindness, you know. New episode on Monday. Peace.